Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start balancing your hormones naturally. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your journey to better understanding your hormonal health and how it affects your everyday life. So we are back with a, another episode and I have a guest for you this time, which I hope I don't like butcher your last name. It's Risa. Is it Gru? Exactly. Wow. You got it right. I'm shocked. Yes. I win today. <laughs> Anyway, she is a functional nutritionist and certified autoimmune coach in private practice in Newport Beach, California, Oh, where it's sunny. Okay, that was just a side note. Um, she has always been passionate about nutrition and good health. Risa was so concerned about purity that she made her children's baby food from scratch. I do that too. Um, Today, she is passionate about cooking and creating healthy, nutritious food. She works with a wide array of clients from professional athletes, adults, and kids to the biggest loser from season four, which is so cool. I've watched that. Um, <laughs> Arisa works with issues like diabetes, autoimmune disease, cancer, digestion, thyroid, and hormonal imbalances, which is exactly what we do here. Um, Risa firmly believes that the body can heal itself with whole foods we obtain from the earth and sees living proof of that in her office each day. Oh my goodness. Yes. She looks at root causes using functional nutrition guidelines, blood and stool tests, and knows that weight loss is a side effect of wellness. So basically you're in the perfect place because <laughs> we talk about this stuff all the time. Um, we often talk about poop. So, um, this is awesome. So I'd love for you to just, in your own words, like what got you started in the health field? Was it just like growing up, you always knew you wanted to do it? Or was it something that just, you know, happened in your life? You're like, I need to do this now. You know, so I don't know about you, but I grew up in a house where, you know, I mean, my mom was always on a diet, right? Yes. It was, it was, mm -hmm. foods, it was like, oh no, I can't eat that. That's fattening. Yes. Or, you know, like, and I'm thinking what's fattening. And then I remember my grandma would always go to the the fat farm, she called it, mm -hmm. later found out was Canyon Ranch, right? So she was going to the, to, to the spa for a week, but it was like, it was a diet to her. Mm -hmm. you know? Everything was a diet and it, then, then diet foods became a thing. We can drink diet soda and we can eat diet cookies and, you know, and, yeah. and they're not fattening, right? Something mm -hmm. what? And so, you know, and then I just sort of was on a diet my whole life and I never really needed to lose much weight at all, but you know, it was the thing to do, right? Your friends were on a diet and, and, and it was always so mystical to me. So I, um, I just started reading books about nutrition and I was just always um, interested in if I eat this, I feel this way. And if I eat <laughs> that, I feel that way. So I just had innate curiosity with it. And then um, I went to college and I went down the public accounting route and did that for about 10 minutes and realized that was just not my thing and ended yeah. up sports marketing. So I did, um, I was director of sports marketing for like the ducks, uh, Anaheim hockey team. And, um, I did worked with the angels and the Rams. I did a lot, but every spare moment I read nutrition books and, okay. um, I just decided after I just, I kind of experimented with my kids, right. I made them their baby food. I never, I, everybody just went to buy Gerber's baby food. And I just thought, why? Mm -hmm. So I made my food and I made, I pureed it for them. Mm -hmm. And so it was great experiment to, to, feed my kids real food from the farm. And, you know, you just saw these other kids 
getting sick and having ear infections and there was all these antibiotics and I just thought no I'm just I'm going to take a different route so that's how I really it just blossomed my passion and I finally went back to school and became a certified clinical nutritionist and opened up my practice and then I have since been taught functional medicine and so mm -hmm. on nutrition so I'm always looking for root causes I'm still to this day I've been doing this for so long and I'm still fascinated why is it that you have itchy skin why yeah. is that you, you can't fall asleep or what what is it for you um I had a new patient come in um a couple weeks ago who an older woman who has um body aches, head to toe body aches, can't really walk, can't get from the, the car to the market. Um, hands are, 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 you know, I'm thinking she's got arthritis, but she drank a tall glass of cow's milk every single solitary meal for the last 77 mm. years. We took her off the dairy and I didn't even think she'd comply so much, but she came in my office yesterday and all the body aches are gone. All of them. Mm -hmm. So you just, I said, really? And she said, even my sense of smell, she had lost and it was starting to come back. So to me, that's fascinating, right? What is it that what, what, what we put in our bodies has such a profound effect on how we feel? Yeah. And everybody is so unique in what their triggers are um, based off of like their lifestyle or their environment or just like what their genetic makeup is. So um it's so interesting. So um, that leads me perfectly to my next question because you said you got into the functional world. So what is the difference between a functional nutritionist and just any nutritionist, I guess, that someone would find online? So um, I am a function, functional nutrition looks at, there's a, a few pillars that makes us different than conventional. We look at root causes. So, right, why is this woman having, you know, body aches? Right. Mm -hmm. We're looking at prevention. So, when we when I look at a lab, I'm looking at a little more narrow because I'm looking for prevention. And labs are really, really wide, and they can't mm -hmm. treat. Conventional medicine can't treat you unless you have a disease. Yeah. So, we're waiting for you to get a disease. I'm a little bit more waiting for prevention, so you don't mm -hmm. have a disease. I look very deep. I'm looking at not just your glucose or your hemoglobin A1C to see if you're pre-diabetic, but I'm also looking at your insulin production. Are you insulin resistant, right? Mm -hmm. So and that affects hormones big time, right? So I'm yeah. always looking deep and I wide. And just to kind of go off a little bit on blood labs, you know, they discard the, the, the top two and a half percent and they discard the bottom two and a half percent. So we're really looking at the 90. And if there's a lot of thyroid issues in your neighborhood at your lab, then they move that to make it. Mm -hmm. the norm. So yeah. it really functional uh, nutrition guidelines or functional medicine guidelines don't move. Yeah. Um, the other thing that we do is we look at the whole body as a whole one interconnected unit. So maybe I'm having these body aches because of something going on, you know, with my pituitary or maybe my hormones, or maybe it's my gut. Um, mm -hmm. It's all um, interconnected and um, we do a lot of testing. So every single person I work with, I look at stool tests, very extensive stool testing. So I'm looking at parasites, worms, um, how much uh, uh, digestive enzymes are you producing? How many, um, how do you do with gluten, gliadin? Um, what's your inflammation, your counterprotectin and your intestinal lining? Do you have leaky gut? Do you have parasites? Do you have um, pathogens? Do you have H. pylori, right? C. diff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can go on and on. I test for about 84 pathogens. So 
I have yeah. a really good idea. I always say I'm not really good at playing darts in the dark without the lights on because I can't <laughs> see the target. So I need to have all that information. So another thing that we do in, in functional nutrition is collect data because yep. not every person, as you said, is the same. So we're all unique. Mm -hmm. And that is why I wrote my book, Food Frame, because not every person should be eating like the next. Mm -hmm. So I know these books come out, no, this is how we should all be eating, but I don't subscribe to that. Mm -hmm. I believe that you should be eating according to what your current health status is. And that's why I created my methodology, Food Frame, because I see so many people. And when I have somebody walk in and say, oh, I did, I lost, you know, my neighbor lost 42 pounds on keto, but I didn't lose <laughs> any, right? We all have that story, right? Yeah. And so it's because you might not have a gallbladder, right? You might not do well. Your, your steatic rate might be high. You might not be able to absorb your fats. That wouldn't be the diet for you, right? Mm -hmm. or the so I really am all about customizing according to your health status. Yeah, I totally love that, especially functional labs, because um, I often hear this, um, you know, because we're... I, I get everyone, you know, trying to save a buck here and there, and they try and get labs run through insurance whenever you can. Unfortunately, a lot of functional medicine isn't covered by insurance. And they'll be like, hey, I want to go to my primary doctor, give me a list of labs to run. And I'm like, well, the issue is that A, um, they don't run a lot of labs unless you are presenting with like severe symptoms in a way would make them run it, you know, like they're not going to run a full thyroid panel unless your TSH is sky high. And it's like, well, you need a full thyroid panel because your antibodies are going to be elevated first. Mm -hmm. um, or they don't, they don't run poop tests, you know, they don't run any stool tests to kind of see what's going on there. They're like, well, if we think you have worms, just take an antibiotic, right? you know, run three, three, three markers on a stool. Yes. Yes. And you know, they're looking, like you said, to treat disease. So most people, like if you think of disease all the way here on one corner of the wall and super healthy people on the other corner of the wall, most people fall somewhere in the middle. You're not like sick enough to get a diagnosis with medication, but you don't feel great. Right. But because, and again, this is not to knock on the medical system because like, if I break my arm, I'm going to go to the doctor and be like, please um, set it and put a cast on it and probably give me some medicine for the pain. But um, outside of that, like they don't treat lifestyle and um, nutri nutrition and any type of deficiencies you have because that's not their expertise. So I just stress this every time I have someone come on from the functional world because everybody's like, why can't I find you? at my primary care doctor's office. And it's like, well, that's not what they're trained in, right? So you can't go to your doctor and be like, here, run these labs and then get upset A, when they don't run them or B, they have no idea how to read them. So you know how I love a good old tart cherry juice to help you sleep or a topical magnesium gel if you're having some trouble getting in your magnesium. And I have sent you to a thousand different brands to try and get all of these different products, but I'm very excited to share with you Rocasa Organics, which I'm so excited to partner with because they have such an incredible ingredient policy as well as 
their products are awesome literally that's all i got to say so again a friend introduced me to these products and i'm like okay i'll try them out um loved their ingredient policy and so i started trying out different things literally went out and bought spent my own money you guys i'm gonna try these things out for sure before i recommend them and the things that just oh, spoke to me the tart cherry juice has chamomile extract and valerian root you guys it was the tipping point for helping me sleep so much better while i'm pregnant i even give a teaspoon of it to landon and he's sleeping so much better so we all know the troubles we've had with landon sleeping we use their elderberry juice we use their magnesium gel they have a muscle and joint cream which when i popped my rib out if you're following me on social media that was oh it was so helpful so they have a tiger solve which is using the plant-based bakuchiol to help with strex marks you can use this while you are pregnant they have cleaning supplies and i have just been sending so many clients to them because they have such an amazing ingredient policy they have great prices and you don't have to go to five different companies to get five different products i can get all five of my products at one company which i'm very thankful for so those are a few of my favorite products um i swear by that tart cherry juice you guys and i reached out to them to get a discount code for you and it's a super easy to remember discount code it's l-e-a-h my name super easy so definitely go try them out they are giving you 20 percent off your first order you will not regret it literally if the only thing you get is the tart cherry juice you will love me forever um but they do have amazing cleaning supplies and like i said i love their body butters and there are hair spreads for postpartum hair growth literally there's there's so many options and like i said their ingredient policy is it's really really good so i'm very excited to partner with them yeah that's a big one I have <laughs> for patients yes and I, I, I we have this conversation i just got one yesterday who said you know my my husband's a doctor and tell me what what where can he learn this they don't know and it's not their fault it's just our our whole paradigm for, for education and, and, and teaching our doctors, it's really more about treating their pharmacists. They're, they're yes. chemists, you know, they're, they're, what medication can I use to quell a symptom? Mm -hmm. Wonder why you have that symptom. Yeah. So looking at the root cause. So it's, yeah. it's, the, it's the unfortunate paradigm we have. Mm -hmm. I agree. And it's, you also need to think about like, you are going to save, even though it may seem more upfront money, you're going to save more in the long term with prevention, right? So you start having symptoms, get to the root cause now before you get un a cancer diagnosis or you are on medication for the rest of your life, unfortunately, um, which is really, really expensive. Um, so when it comes to like finding root cause, could we go over in your experience, like what are some of the most common drivers of disease? Like what are some things where people could maybe start digging a little bit deeper or, you know, try and start finding some answers? So the foundational issues that I work with, with every single person are two things. One is systemic inflammation. And we're going to sit here for a second because systemic inflammation yep. is a driver of disease. Yeah. It basically opens up the welcome sign. Disease, feel free to come in. Now mm -hmm. we know this. This has now been proven. I've been screaming from the top of my lungs for years, 
But now we know with COVID, the people that were dying and are still dying are in third stage inflammation. When it gets to third stage inflammation, it starts to affect your respiratory tract. And this is how people cannot recover from COVID. So if you have, you know, what's third stage inflammation look like? If you've got diabetes, you're in third stage inflammation. You've got to check your, um, if you're autoimmune and you are, uh, if you've got two autoimmune or more, you are in massive inflammation, right? The body is inflamed. Now, again, going to your point, these conventional doctors don't even test for inflammation mm-hmm. markers. So I test everybody for homocysteine and CRP, C-reactive protein. That gives us an, an indication on their inflammation levels, but I can see it in blood work. So mm-hmm. inflammation is a huge driver. So what do we do about inflammation? Anti-inflammatory diet, lifestyle is huge. Sleep, you know, not too much alcohol. Sugar is the devil. That is highly inflammatory, right? We already know this, right? We still eat it, but we know it. So bread, sugar, dairy, and alcohol are your inflammatory foods, processed foods, fried foods. Stress is highly inflammatory. That is 50%. The other 50% is gut health. Mm -hmm. And I can go on and on and on and on. But if your gut is not good, if you have allergies, your gut is not good. If you've got digestive issues, your gut is not good. You have to go in and find out what is going on there, right? Are you um, are you dysbiotic? Are you out of balance? Um, are you do you have H. pylori? H. pylori is a huge driver of disease. And so many people have it. So many people have it. I test every single person for it, and it's king. Like if you have H. pylori, you've got to kill that right away. Yep. So if you don't, and people live with it all the time. And then you start gaining these virulence factors and virulence factors lead to peptic ulcers and mm-hmm. gastric cancers. Mm-hmm. So if you have peptic ulcers, get checked for H. pylori and reverse that root cause. And you know, if you have indigestion, if you have, ga- if you have um, GERD or acid reflux or heartburn, you probably need some digestive enzymes. You, it's not because you have a lack or deficiency in, 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 um, in proton pump inhibitors, PPIs, antacids, um, Nexium, Prilosec, all those things. It's not because you have a deficiency in that. It's because you don't have enough enzymes or acid in your body to mm-hmm. break that food down. Now, when you yeah. run non-acidic in there, then you're, you're opening up everything, right? Then we're talking leaky gut. And once we have leaky gut, these proteins go in through those holes and they cause the body to say who's who's coming in the back door right through the bloodstream you're the enemy and it starts to create antibodies and those antibodies start the attack and there you are you're now you're in the state of inflammation mm-hmm. we only have one layer of epithelial cells on the intestinal lining and only a little bit of villi there to protect it so it is very fragile so uh, you know if you're just constantly eating processed foods bread sugar dairy and alcohol and you're taking medications you have got to be very careful on your intestinal lining and make sure that's good. Because mm-hmm. again, that's another huge um, grand opening. We're having a huge party. Everybody come in. You can live here and make some big destruction here. So we want to we want to make sure that we're healthy and nothing's going in through the intestinal lining. Yeah, and I think that that is um, 
stress is blood sugar balances are so massive on your gut lining. So you may be like, well, I eat healthy and um, I've never had an antibiotic. And I'm like, well, you may not have taken an antibiotic, but you might've eaten something that's been treated with antibiotics. So um, that's important. But also I think it's while we're talking about H. pylori, um, because I, I hate H. pylori, but like, I also love fixing it in people. And so many people have it and they think that if they fix it on them, they're good to go, but it's kind of like that kissing bacteria. (laughs) So you also need to be making sure everyone in your sphere is getting rid of it as well. So you don't pass it back and forth. And I think it's important, especially when it comes to your gut, you guys to not throw spaghetti at the wall. Um, figure out like, and this is where testing and this is where working with someone is so important because if you are like, I have parasites. And so then you decide you're going to do a parasite cleanse, but you didn't get rid of H pylori. You guys, you know, it's really important because you'll spend more money in the long term because you are trying this and then you're trying that and you're trying this and you're spending, um, time you're spending money, you're spending energy, and you're just getting frustrated. So it's really much easier if you just have a clear cut plan. Yeah. And look at all aspects in the gut. Yeah. The gut, you know, leads to so many things, um, which I love how you brought up COVID. So um, let's talk about that and inflammation. So what's the connection between the gut inflammation and your immune system? Like, you know, I know that's a big thing with everyone wanting to boost their immune system. What would you, what would you recommend? Yes. So I'm a big fan of boosting the immune system. I have not gotten COVID, which is amazing because I have been around so many people with COVID and it's just, it's, it's, it's cool. It's a cool experiment that I'm on. Um, and I take, there's several supplements that I do for, for, to boost immunity. Mm-hmm. Number one, and most important is vitamin D. Vitamin D is actually a hormone, not a vitamin, but it is super, super important. It is critically important for immunity. So I am really picky about vitamin D. It's got to be clean with vitamin K for absorption. My D3 Ultra is super effective. I can't tell you how many people walk into my office with vitamin D without K and soybean oil and corn oil. It's amazing to me. You have to now look at the ingredients in your supplements and a lot of times I saw it again yesterday too with dyes in there. And so I don't know why we need to make our supplements pretty, but we do. So um, vitamin D is critical. It, we do have a D receptor site in every cell of the body. So it's not just for immunity, it's anti-cancer, anti-aging, critical for bone. I don't care how much calcium you eat or you take, you will not make bone without vitamin D. Um, critical for thyroid, gut, critical for gut, critical for heart. Um, and brain. So there really isn't anything it doesn't touch. So vitamin D is critically important. I uh, functionally, we like it between 80 and hundred. I just got my labs back. I was like 105. So I'm, I'm backing down a little bit, but it's good. Uh, I like it high. Uh, I'm going to pause you really quick right there because of what you said about what levels you like to see in vitamin D. I just think that's so interesting because you hear so many times people coming back from their primary care doctor and their vitamin D is at 50 and they're like, oh, stop your vitamin D. It's so high. (laughs) You're going to get a kidney stone. And I'm like, it's only at 50. (laughs) Right. And the labs go, I saw a lab this morning from 30 to a hundred. 
mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, even if you have autoimmune, you can even go to 120. Yeah. Um, I've, I've worked with thousands of people and I've never seen anybody have um, any kind of side effects from high vitamin D. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't want, you always have to check, but you don't mm-hmm. want it too high, but you definitely, I want it for sure between 80 and hundred. So, um, so vitamin D is critical for immunity. Zinc is super important as well. Um, sometimes we see on a blood work that somebody is deficient in uh, magnesium and zinc. So I usually recommend my immune ultra, which is zinc and elderberry. Those are two really, really good um, promoting things. It's a lozenge. I take that all the time, but you can use any zinc, just take it with food because it is, um, it can make you nauseous on an empty stomach. So, but pumpkin seeds are high in zinc and oysters and clams are high in zinc. So you should be getting it through your food. I always throw um, pumpkin seeds. I threw them on my salad last night. And a lot of times I'll throw them in my shake or just take Z, zinc. Um, and then the other thing that I do that I'm critically um, crazy about is glutathione. Mm. And glutathione is our master antioxidant. We all make glutathione, but it's kind of like female eggs, right? Once they leave the building, they're done. They don't come back, right? So we need to replenish. And as we age, um, we um, need to replenish with glutathione. So since COVID, um, I have a glutathione that I'm, uh, I absolutely love and um, it's our master antioxidant. So it helps protect us against oxidative stress, which is mm-hmm. anything that wants to come into the building and cause disease basically. Yeah. Um, and so I take um, copious amounts of glutathione and when um, my kids got the vaccination and me as well, um, I said the only way they can get the vaccination is if they treat that with high doses of, of glutathione uh, for a few days before and after, which they did. So it's it helps escort uh, the bad guys out of the building, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I love some good glutathione. Yeah. And then I use vitamin C in my shake every morning. I just put a little scoop of um, powdered vitamin C. And, you know, nothing helps your immune system like a good, clean diet. So um, as we talked a little bit about sugar, sugar does eat our white blood cells and um, does help our immunity at all. So I would say stay away from sugar and do uh, take those supplements and eat real food without chemicals and and, um, preservatives and additives. Yeah. Um, This is just a side note because um, with the people celebrating with family, with um, Easter coming up and stuff, everybody always blames sickness, you know, because they like were around family, you know, and like so-and-so's kids sneezed on me. And I'm just like, you know, you never, do you ever want to think that maybe it was the extra dessert you ate or the alcohol because it does deplete your immune system. And then maybe you would have been fine fighting off that sneeze, but then with the added sugar. So it's just something to keep in mind, you know, as well as getting enough sleep. Sleep is huge for immunity. Just a quick break to remind you that if you are not already seed cycling with us, you should be seed cycling with us. The benefits of seed cycling are amazing. They contain so many nutrients that are necessary for hormonal balance, including zinc, manganese, vitamin E, all of the good things, amazing for egg quality. And while seed cycling is not the end picture, like that's not all that you'll have to do to maybe achieve the things that you're looking for in your health, you guys, it is the easiest thing that you can do. So one tablespoon of pumpkin and one tablespoon of flax seeds from your period to ovulation 
and then switch to sesame and sunflower. So that is one tablespoon of each of those seeds every single day. You want to be buying whole, organic, and then grind them before you eat them. The reason why you don't want to buy ground is that they go rancid within a couple weeks. So unless you know where your seeds are coming from, how long they were sitting on the shelf, they're probably rancid by the time you get them, okay? So start seed cycling with us. And as always, if you want to make this even simpler for yourself, that is where Funkit Wellness Seeds can literally change your life. They are organic, they are certified B Corp, all of their seeds are like, they get them from the best places. And you can get them shipped to your door, so it literally doesn't get any simpler than that. And it's a subscription, so literally, happy hormone subscription box. I can sign up for that, yes, yes please. So you can get yours shipped to your door. Right now, they're only in the U.S. So if you are outside of the U.S., I apologize. But if you are inside of the U.S., take advantage of the flash sale that they have going on. You can use code Leah, L-E-A-H, 20 to save 20% off of your order. And you even save already on your subscription. So I love seed cycling, but I will say that sometimes it can get hard to stick to because it's hard to find quality seeds and sometimes I forget to grind them and then I don't get my seeds in for the day. So Funkit Wellness makes it super simple. Literally, they're shipped right to my door. They grind them right before they ship them so I know that they're not rancid. They have certified B Corp companies that they get their seeds from so they're super high quality. They're organic. So yeah, I'm much more consistent with my seed cycling now thanks to Funkit Wellness. Yeah, I agree. And I think um, it's important, like when you said to test, I think it's really important to test, especially when you're doing um, vitamin D or zinc or anything like that. Um, because I do see with some people, like you don't want to overdose zinc because you don't want to like push out any copper or anything like that if you're dealing yeah. with toxicity. Yeah. So yeah. 50 to 60 milligrams a day is good. Yeah. Um, so important. So since we're talking about supplements, um, what are the ones then that you feel like are, you know, pretty safe? Like everybody should kind of take these. These are ones we need for optimal health. Like, does that go hand in hand with the supplements that you talk about for immune support or do you have different ones? Well, I do those for sure. And then one of the ones that I use for pretty much everybody across the board is definitely my D, but also B ultra, my B ultra. Yeah. B vitamins are critically important for gut lining. Mm -hmm. They're also critically important for stress. And I can't, um, you know, uh, you know, highlight that enough because I treat so many people um, that are, you know, late teens or early twenties that have a lot of anxiety and they are lacking in B vitamins. So um, B vitamins help with RNA and DNA. And also there is a gene mutation called um, MTHFR. Yep. I test every person I work with and MTHFR just means that you're not methylizing either your B12 and or your folate, your B9. Mm -hmm. And so I test everybody to see which alleles they have and how bad they have them, if they have them from one parent or both. And then you need to take a B vitamin every single day in methylcobalamin form. So you need to have <laughs> it broken down so you can absorb it. Um, and so everybody in my, uh, that I work with has B and D. And then mm -hmm. I do a lot of anti-inflammatories. So um, I have my Fab Five 
for anybody with autoimmune, and that's your omega, omega max, um, omega-3 fatty acids are highly anti-inflammatory. Turmeric, my turmeric max, resveratrol, I have resveratrol with uh, quercetin, and then um, glutathione is in that, and vitamin D. So those are the fab five for anybody with autoimmune. Um, so I, I really am a big pusher of those because I see it. Um, I myself am about 10 points from reversing my Hashimoto's. Um, that oh, so cool. I was about 1400 points originally. And so um, we do reverse Hashimoto's in here from time to time. And so um, that's the fat five that helps us get there. That and is so cool. Yeah. And there's other supplements. I mean, I have a, my gut reboot, which is critically important for anybody who's taken antibiotics or anybody who has leaky mm. gut or IBS or IBD, SIBO. Um, and then um, I have uh, short chain fatty acids, post biomax. Those are really good postbiotics that feed the colon and create the diversity of the microbiome. Um, I have tons, so I can, you know, I have my yeah. detox, and I'm a big, big fan of collagen. So mm -hmm. collagen is really great. I have collagen and collagen plus, and that is like liver detoxifier with collagen. And then I have my detox, which we do frequently. So uh, I do that about three times a year. I detox by every yeah. single year. Yeah. So important to kind of just reset, clean everything out. Um, when you, you spoke of the fab uh, five, is that what it's called? The anti-inflammatory. I've been seeing some interesting um, stuff out there about resveratrol and um, endometriosis actually mm -hmm. really helping with the pain because of um, the anti-inflammatory effect. Yeah. So that's really that's cool. Right. To have say, that. Oh, I get my resveratrol. I drink wine. <laughs> you have to drink a lot of wine to get the resveratrol. Like saying oh. yogurt, I get my probiotics. Oh my gosh. In terms of sugar, and then it's heated, and so you're not getting any probiotic. But anyway. Uh, yogurt and getting your probiotics is like the thing that literally, if there's anything that makes me bang my head against a wall, that is it. <laughs> Cause they're like, right. I don't need a probiotic. I eat so much yogurt, Leah. I'm like, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's probably dead. <laughs> um, okay. So before we hop off, I want you to tell me a little bit about your book, um, and a little bit more about what's in it. Like why should people go out and get it because they obviously should. So can we talk about that a little bit? So I wrote this book because I, I, you know, I've been doing this for so long, so many years and seeing thousands of people. And, um, and as I said, I, if people just have a hard time with what do I eat and why is this not working for me? And do I have to starve to lose weight? And as you mentioned, I'm a big fan. My philosophy is weight loss is a side effect of wellness. And I yes. am all about wellness. So I always say, you know, it's like having a raging fire in your basement. If you have a raging fire in your basement, you've got somebody on the second floor going, hey, can you help me change the light bulb? And you're like, what? I got a fire here and you want to change the light bulb? You're happy to change the light bulb when you get the fire out. But mm -hmm. it's like people want to lose weight when they've got all this stuff going on in the body. We've got inflammation, we're fighting things. So I wrote this book because not one size fits all, right? Diet mm -hmm. is a four letter word is my subtitle. And I basically broke down um, six different diet types that are most common that I use in my office that most people will do. Mm -hmm. So that I start off with my detox. So we clean out the system, we clean out the liver, and then we've taken out the gluten and the dairy and the sugar. And then we hop off that and we go into either low FODMAP, right? For your people with SIBO or IBS or IBD. Uh, low lectin, 
um, autoimmune protocol, AIP, uh, keto and paleo and vegetarian. And those are the diet types that I really highlight. I say who it's best for, who it's not good for. I give a full extensive list on everything to eat and everything to, excuse me, to avoid. And then um, I do run, uh, I talk about which labs to do for thyroid and I talk about stool testing and I give a lot of resources for that. And then I have about seven recipes for each diet type. So you can see that there's fabulous, wonderful food that you can eat for each diet type. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, really talk about root causes. And um, I do a lot of work with thyroid. I just released my thyroid, uh, Achieving Optimal Thyroid Health uh, class, uh, which has been terrific because so many people struggle. It's just amazing. Mm -hmm. And isn't Hashimoto's like on the rise too with like, I've been seeing so many people who are coming in with a lot of elevated antibodies, which is inflammation. You know, it is inflammation. Your body's telling you something's wrong. So I love that you do that. Yeah. I actually uh, just diagnosed somebody today with it and um, who had no idea, but what, what we're ordering, uh, the stool test hasn't arrived yet, but I think there might be some kind of a parasite that might be um, prompting this. So again, I'm always looking at that root cause and let's find out what it is. There's autoimmune triggers mm -hmm. that are in living in the intestines. So, um, and unfortunately autoimmune is on the rise. The, the yeah. you know, a third of it is genetics, mm -hmm. but another huge part of autoimmune is leaky gut. Mm -hmm. And look at the food we eat. We're mm -hmm. eating so much packaged food. We're eating so much sugar. We're eating, I mean, how many people I have, um, you know, I know people who don't cook. They just don't cook. They order in. And when you're ordering in or you're going out, I don't care how expensive this restaurant is. They're using bad oils. Mm -hmm. They're using highly inflammatory oils. And I see it. I see it on blood work all the time. I'll see it in your yep. triglycerides. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm... Um, so it's really important to have real food and to eat at home so that you know you're having real ingredients and the best ingredients, because I think that the convenience factor and the ordering in factor and the delivery factor is a very dangerous thing for our health. It may mm -hmm. give us some time to do whatever else we need to be doing, yeah. but we really need to take that time and get in the kitchen with the people that we live with or that we, we spend time with or we want to spend time with and cook a meal mm -hmm. and eat real food and unplug, stop working and mm -hmm. eat real food. So um, I think that's a huge contributor to why we are increasing. And then of course, um, MTHFR, lack of vitamin D, pathogens, viruses, Epstein-Barr yeah. virus is another big one. And a lot of people have fatigue and a lot of people don't have any symptoms with Epstein-Barr virus or cytomegalovirus. I test for that all the time if I see the white blood cells off. And, um, and we, can, we can alleviate that chronic fatigue. It happens with a lot of kids, I notice. Mm -hmm. High school kids come in here exhausted and they've already gone to the doctor. They've already been put on an antidepressant, but it's not depression. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a raging case of activated Epstein-Barr virus. So, yep. you know, it's, again, it's not because these kids have a deficiency in medication, right? We're not born with a deficiency in medication. We need yeah. to figure out what it is. And medication is great for short term, get you mm -hmm. out of pain or out of major depression. Absolutely. But find out why this is happening because that medication 
it plugs the hole in the front of the boat, but three more pop up in the back. Yep. And then you're on more medication. Exactly. You just keep going over and, and then, then you come into my office and you're on six, eight, 10 medications and it's, it's hard to get you off. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know how a body sustains itself that way. It's crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they don't feel great, but like, you know, they don't know what to do. So it's hard. Well, I, um, could not agree more. I'm going to link your book in the show notes and also your Instagram. So people can come connect with you. Um, so thank you very much for hopping on. I appreciated this conversation and I know that everyone else will as well. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me, Leah. It was great. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast so we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B-R-U-E-G and I would absolutely love to hear from you.